You're listening to OMAG All Access, a podcast about all things affecting municipalities in Oklahoma, hosted by OMAG Associate General Counsel Amber Gooch and by OMAG Director of Personnel Services and Associate General Counsel Monica Coleman. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the OMAG All Access podcast. I'm Amber Gooch. I am an attorney and I'm Associate General Counsel here at OMAG. I'm here today with Monica Coleman, Director of Personnel and Associate General Counsel at OMAG as well. We are here today to just give you a brief, high overview of something that members or listeners may or may not be familiar with uh, as far as a value-added service that OMAG offers. Monica, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. As Amber said, I'm Monica Coleman. I'm one of the Associate General Counsels here on staff at uh, OMAG, and I'm also Director of Personnel Services for our cities and towns, and uh, I'm the HR Director for OMAG. Um, I've been an attorney for, gosh, 35-plus years, something like that. The first 30 years of my uh, career, I spent working for the city of Oklahoma City, both as an assistant city attorney and uh, assistant HR director. So most of my career has been spent in the area of labor and employment. Well, that makes perfect sense. It certainly matches your title, and it matches all the duties that I know that you do here at OMAG. I have people ask me when I talk in terms of value-added services, they ask me, is that something that costs? Do they have to pay for that? Can you just generally describe what a value-added service is? Sure, please? sure. So uh, it, it is not something that we charge our members for. It's just, as it sounds, a value-add uh, to our members. It is a, a variety of services that we make available to our members across the state, Human resources support is one of those areas, Um, and so Amber, you and I spend a lot of time focusing on on that to help our members. A lot of times what we find is that in our cities and towns, their staff is very limited in the area of human resources. Uh, It may be a city clerk who uh, is having to pick up those responsibilities and, and wear multiple hats, and so where we can help fill that void in in an area where they may not have professional training, we try to do that. So that's value-added services are, are something extra that our members get. Are we, when they call us asking for help, uh, I know one thing I'm clear to say in trying to help is that I encourage them to talk to their city attorney. Absolutely. And some some of our cities and towns may not have a city attorney under contract or on staff, but we definitely don't serve as their attorney, but we can certainly help uh, provide some advice where where we're able to do so. I I do always want to make sure, though, if there's a city attorney that is in place, we want to make sure they're looped into the conversation, and I always defer to them as far as the, the legal advice. We aren't here to provide the legal advice uh, to the, the governing body or those city employees who are calling. Okay, so let's touch, touch upon uh, from a very high level some personnel or human resource topics or questions that we receive or that we run across and encounter maybe on a day-in or day-out basis here at OMEG. Uh, what's an EEOC charge? Well, an EEOC charge is it's a charge of discrimination that is signed. It's a signed statement asserting that an employer may have engaged in employment discrimination. Uh, it is it is 
required by the so I guess what we should explain what the EEOC well, is so that's, that's the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission which is a federal agency that's in place to enforce various laws against job discrimination and harassment and so in order to get into court for something such as uh, race discrimination or sexual harassment, an EEOC charge has to have been filed with the EEOC first. So when a member, a city or town, receives an EEOC charge, is they, that something OMAD covers? What yes. should they do with it? Yeah, they need to send it to us. So, so many times we find out after the fact when a city or town has received a, a charge of discrimination, they have they have provided the response back to the EEOC uh, which includes not only a, a position statement, a response to the to the charge, but documents and things have been provided over to the EEOC, uh, and maybe they shouldn't have been. So, if a city clerk receives an EEOC charge, that should be forwarded over to OMAG, just as any other claim, tort claim, anything like that. Uh, submit that through to us, and we will get that uh, assigned out so that we can prepare that the response necessary to the EEOC. Okay, shifting gears a little bit, what generally is an employee handbook? So an employee handbook, I, I think it's an important distinction to, to note that an employee handbook uh, is not necessarily a policy manual, but an employee handbook is, is basically a resource for an employee to know all of the things they need to know about being an employee at that particular uh, city or town. For example, here at OMAG, we have an orientation guide that kind of serves as, a, as an employee handbook that has our mission statement, our our, our goals, our, our values. Uh, it will include some policies and procedures, but it may not include all of them. Uh, definitely want to include things like a workplace code of conduct. We just want people uh, who work here uh, or in any other employer to know what is expected of them in the workplace. Does OMAG provide employee handbooks to members? Yes. So uh, on our website, we have a human resources page at omag.org that has a lot of resources available related to human resources for our cities and towns. So we have uh, sample handbooks that are designed for each of the four forms of, of municipal government. And so those are available on the website. We also have numerous uh, sample policies and procedures that are basically ready to go. Just plug in the name of the municipality, um, maybe make a few changes to mold it toward the design that the city prefers, uh, but they're ready to go and can be adopted by the governing body and put in place very quickly. And again, these are free, right? They are free. Any, any and all of the resources that are on our human resources page at omag.org are free. We also uh, have a, a page that is specific to our employee assistance program, which is another value add that we make available to our members that uh, it that's a benefit that's available not only to uh, managers in our cities and towns to use as maybe a, a tool in dealing with employee issues in the workplace, but it's also available to employees and any member of their household, not necessarily a family member, if they uh, require maybe some counseling. But it's it definitely goes beyond that, uh, financial help, legal help. 
lots of supportive services, webinars, training, lots of things available there, uh, also available on our website, completely free of charge to the cities and towns as well as their employees. You touched upon that, so this is a good segue, I think. Again, this podcast is intended just to be a high overview, so I'm not asking you to, to drill down in the weeds, but uh, when it comes to employee discipline, is OMAG a resource for that to, to cities and towns? We we certainly uh, try to be where we're able. We don't want to step on a city attorney who's who's trying to guide the process, and we and we do not represent uh, the city or town in any actions. Maybe there's a, a grievance that's been filed under a collective bargaining agreement. We would not represent the city or town through that process. But where we can help provide guidance on, we get questions a lot of times on. On it is due process required, or what level of discipline is appropriate, or uh, is this an offense that we can discipline them for? Lots of questions like that around employee conduct. And so, you know, I I want to be able to help where I can. And so if I can provide some feedback that helps them figure out how to navigate that process, we certainly want to be able to do that. Always keeping in mind that the city attorney needs to be looped in to the extent that they feel comfortable and so that that way their advice is what's going to help ultimately guide those those actions related to discipline. In my experience in talking with people from the cities when they have questions about employee discipline, it's really there's really no one size fits all. It's very unique by each situation that presents. That's correct. OMHRP, can you tell us about that? Yeah. So let's see, about six years ago, our executive director, who was then general counsel, Susie Paulson, uh, started OMHRP, Oklahoma Municipal Human Resources Professionals. And we started out just as a small little group. I wasn't even working here at the time, but I did uh, participate in that when I could. And we've now grown to a, a, a quite a, a large network that is linked on the, the front page of our human resources page on uh, omag.org. So we have an OMHRP website. Get to that uh, through the OMAG website, and it's a we've got a listserv and we've got an email, uh, so we've got two ways to stay in in communication with that group. Uh, but the listserv specifically, if if folks will subscribe to that, you will be included uh, in in uh, this group that basically networks itself and. You can go on and email the group and say, does anybody have a policy on remote work? And they just, the floodgates open and it's just a tremendous resource. It tracks all of the information that is exchanged through through the listserv. And that, that has been a huge, huge asset to all of our uh, human resources folks out in our cities and towns. And so um, we meet every other month here at OMAG. We serve lunch and have a, have a topic we connect all of those people uh, who want to be involved, who have any kind of human resources responsibility out in those cities and towns so that they can help each other. Does it cost to be a member of the OMHRP? No, it does not. Wow. Well, I think we've covered a lot here today. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us about this. My pleasure. To all the listeners, our phone number here at OMAG is 405-657-1400. Please call us anytime you have a need. We hope you can take something away from this podcast that will help your city or town. You can find more information about OMAG on our website at www.omag.org.
or on our Facebook page. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or ideas for a podcast topic, please send them to allaccess at omag.org. This episode is copyright OMAG 2024 under the Creative Commons 4.0 Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives International License. For more information, please visit creativecommons.org.